What's going on, everybody? Another edition of the 2023 version of the 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Previews. Brought to you, of course, by JohnPielli.com. I'm your host, John Pielli. Past ball show, the whole thing. Over the past 12 years, we've done uh, team previews for the past ball show. Um, some of them have been good. Some of them haven't. It comes from the Las Vegas over-unders. I look at each one of the 30 teams' projected win total. I say, hey, it's going to be more. It's going to be less. Come up with my own win total. Then rank them from 1 to 30, 30 being the worst, 1 being the best. And then I count down my previews, starting with the team I think is going to have the worst record. Today we're talking about the Atlanta Braves, a team that prior to the World Series era won a lot. They won the National League in 1877, 1878, 1883, won the World Series in 1892, won the National League Championship in 1893, 1897, and 1898. Won the World Series in 1914 as the Boston Braves. Probably the biggest upset in the history of the sports with them beating the Philadelphia Athletics that year. Won in 1957 over the New York Yankees as the Milwaukee Braves. Beat the Cleveland Indians at the time known as the Indians, of course, in 1995. And then won the World Series again in 2021 beating the Houston Astros. Uh, 101 wins last year, won the National League Eastern Division. They made it um, with the bye through the first round, but lost in their first round of postseason baseball to the red-hot Philadelphia Phillies, who rode a victory over the San Diego Padres in the NLCS into the World Series. You look at what they lost, Dansby Swanson, Ends up going for greener pastures. Signed a nice deal with the Chicago Cubs. William Contreras, they traded to the Milwaukee Brewers. Robbie Grossman left as a free agent to sign with the Texas Rangers. Adam Duvall is now in Boston. So is Kenley Jansen. And Kyle Muller was dealt to the Oakland Athletics in a deal that got them catcher Sean Murphy, which was their big move. They made this offseason adding to their core, and then, of course, extending him for a long period of time, knowing that he's going to be with his buddy Matt Olson, who came over from the A's uh, last offseason. Joe Jimenez was brought in in a deal with the Detroit Tigers to be their setup man, maybe their closer. Lucas League comes over for the Yankees after pitching a, having a couple good seasons there in the bullpen, and Jordan Luplow will be a backup outfielder. So the Braves didn't really go crazy this offseason, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that they believe a lot in themselves. They've performed well over the last several seasons. They have several core pieces that are right in the prime of their careers. I mean, you look at Ronald Acuna, Austin Riley, Olsen, Murphy, Ozzie Albies, who was injured last year, is back. And then Max Fried, who I believe as a starting pitcher is really one of the more underrated top starting pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. This guy doesn't get enough discussion as being one of the best in all of baseball. You hear so much talk about the other best pitchers in baseball. Not enough about Max Fried, who just goes out there and balls every year. He's the Braves' ace. They have as good of an ace as anybody in baseball. Charlie Morton is back for another season. He seems to have gotten better in the second half of his career. 
Spencer Strider, who was right up there in the Rookie of the Year conversation last year. Kyle Wright, who won 20 games for them. And then a guy who I believe is going to be very valuable for them this year is Bryce Elder. Now, Bryce Elder may not break camp with the team this year, but last year was very dominant in uh, the little look that he got towards the end of the season. And if you look at the Braves and what their expectation is for their fifth starter spot, um, you know, Hunsker and Yanoa may get a little of a chance there. Dylan Dodd, I watched pitch in spring training this year. I thought he, he, he looked really, really good. He's a left-handed starter that they believe a lot in. They got another guy, Jared Schuster, who was their first-round draft pick in 2020. I think he's pretty close to being ready. Ian Anderson, a one-time top Braves prospect, may, you know, has been kind of up and down. I would expect from a, a veteran standpoint now where he is, I know he's 25 years old, but you know, with the Braves having a lot of young starters, I think they're going to give him a little bit of a look here and there. But I'd look at Dylan Dodd, I'd look at Bryce Elder, and expect those pitchers to kind of be in the mold of what you saw last year from Spencer Strider. And the expectation is those guys will slide in. Next thing you know, you're like, hey, how many starters do they have? And maybe somebody in this rotation ends up helping in the bullpen. Raziel Iglesias was a very good acquisition they made at the trading deadline last year. Jansen at that point was the closer. I think Iglesias will probably get the most ninth inning opportunities. Uh, Jimenez, who obviously has the experience with the Tigers over the last couple of years, uh, could close as well. So can A.J. Minter. Colin McHugh, Jesse Chavez, they're both back this year. Tyler Matzik having a Tommy John surgery last year. Hopefully you see him at some point this year. Sad to see that happen. Dylan Lee pitched pretty well out of the pen. A 213 ERA, 59 strikeouts, and just under 51 innings. Kirby Yates, a one-time closer uh, for the Padres. Very effective reliever when he's been healthy. Hopefully he's close to 100%. He could contribute. Uh, League, who I mentioned before, pitched pretty well for the Yankees. So I think what it comes down to with the Braves, have enough depth. I think the young pitchers are going to help them in regards to uh, solving any issues they have with their starting rotation. Somebody gets hurt. Maybe somebody you know has a little bit of a setback, isn't as good as they were last year. I think they'll be fine. Offensively, listen, I love this lineup. Um, Acuna, Olsen, Riley, Murphy, Ozuna, Rosario, Albies, Arcia, Harris. I think Eddie Rosario is due for a bounce-back season. Yeah, a little, a little uh, later, I'll talk about the San Diego Padres and my belief in Nelson Cruz having a season that's kind of on par with what he was at his best. I believe the same thing's going to happen with Eddie Rosario. I think he's going to go out there. He's going he's gonna to play 150 games as long as he's healthy, and you're going to really see what you saw when he was helping the Braves win a World Series championship in 2021. Uh, Travis Darno, not just as a backup catcher, Gonna have a ton of value getting some starts at DH, maybe um, spelling a little bit of Matt Olson here and there, who I don't expect Olson to not play that many games. But Darno is gonna be more than just the backup catcher. He's gonna get in a ton of games. He's gonna be a large part of this Atlanta Braves offense. Uh, I hear Adrianza, who has been with the Braves for a couple of years here and there, is in on a minor league deal, probably makes the team as a dude off the bench. Same thing with Leplo, who came over as a free agent. Vaughn Grisham, who you saw last year, come up, play a lot of second base with Ozzie Albies being out. 
He's going to start the year in the minors. I expect him to be a big part of this team as well. Uh, minor league invitees, veteran players like uh, Kevin Pillar and Idini Echevarria. I think you know if you store those guys in the minors, maybe even one or two of them could make the opening day roster. Obviously, leadership for a team that is very well put together, and it comes from the front office. You give um, you know their entire organization from the ownership down. A ton of credit. Alex Anthopoulos has done a fantastic job. Obviously has a World Series championship you know, just a couple of years ago. And this team just looks like it. it's well built. The ex- expectations are that they're going to go out there and compete every year. The older players that are there, the younger players are taking leadership roles at a young age. And uh, you know, sky's the limit for the Braves. If they're out there winning another World Series this year, I don't think it's going to shock too many people. Um, their top prospects, I talked about two of them. Schuster, who's number one. Dylan Dodd is their number 10 prospect. I think they're both going to be able to make an impact at the major league level. They're both ready to be major league starters right now. And then I look at shortstop Braden Shoemake, who could have made the roster coming out of spring training. Um, uh, or Orlando Arcia, who came over a couple of years ago from the, uh, from the Milwaukee Brewers is probably going to get the majority of the time playing shortstop, at least at the beginning. Grissom, Shoemake, they're going to be right on the borderline of being on the roster, and I think they'll get a bunch of PT once either one or both of them are up at the major league level. I look at the Braves, and it's it's hard to uh, vote against them if we're predicting a team to win the NL East. I know the Mets are going to be good. I know the Phillies are going to be good. The expectation in those two cities, they're shooting for the Braves. They want to be the Braves year in and year out. Because you know what the Braves, their five straight NL East titles, every one of those seasons, they believe they could go out there and win the whole thing. And when you have built such a good young core and you're spitting out nothing but solid young players, and then you go out there and you use some of the youth that you have to make trades for guys like Matt Olson and uh, you know guys like Murphy, who they just added this year, the expectation is they're going to go out there and be able to win the whole thing. And I think they can. I got them 97 and 65. couple wins off of last year, but if you followed my win totals, I got the entirety of win totals being down in Major League Baseball. There's not a team winning 111 games like the, the um, Dodgers did last year. I think there was, what, four teams that won over 100 games this past year. I got zero teams winning over 100 games this year. Uh, if you're interested in any of my 30 to 1 only countdown previews or my podcast, The Past Ball Show, you can check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, videos on YouTube. God bless you, and as always, I'll see you on the other side.